Okay, welcome back to episode Contravant of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here we got the stuff, or I have the stuff today, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Today, I have a silent partner. I paused there, as you could tell, so you could hear from that partner, but, uh, Yeah, manager is out today. I took a flight today to another city X or city Y. And uh, it was a pretty eventful day. Uh, Watched a lot of content on the plane and have a couple topics to talk about. Uh, First up, I guess you could say it's topic one. There's no reading today. No reading, no monologue, no nothing today. Uh, going straight to the topics. Topic one is this whole uh, mess with Bubba Wallace. I don't know if any if everybody has heard of it, but he's you know a NASCAR driver, the first black NASCAR driver, and uh, you know there was a big controversy about whether or not he had a noose in his garage. And, you know, for all these, like, weird situations that come around, whether they're good or bad, like, we should wait for all the facts to come out before anybody should blow up on anybody. So, you know, give it a few days, let the whole story come out, and, you know, most of the time things aren't as bad as what people first, uh, you know, their first reaction to things. So, anyways, the there was a pull rope that looked like a noose in his garage, but it's a pull rope to pull down the garage door that was put in at least a year prior to him using the garage. So it wasn't directed at him, or at least that's what a 15-man team from the FBI, from the FBI, FBI, FBI um, analyzed um, or came up with, and uh, yeah, so it's just very shocking at first to hear something like if anybody says that kind of an icon is anywhere, it's pretty shocking, but just hear the entire story first and I think that everybody at NASCAR is actually behind him uh you know I I think a couple days ago they all like all the drivers and everybody in their teams like got behind him and like pushed his car to the front and all that kind of stuff so I think like NASCAR is fully behind him I think the fans are behind him and uh you know I think I think to take the story out of proportion without all the evidence is a little, you know, it hurts the country, it hurts the sport, it hurts everybody involved, and I think it's irresponsible. So try to, you know, let stuff sizzle for a while and uh, take everything in as the information comes in. But enough of that, that's like, that's like the uh, the deep 
topic for today. Um, as I was flying today, I was able to watch a bunch of movies in shorts today. So that will be topic number two. So while I was flying, I was able to watch Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, a couple shorts. A Kelly Slater ESPN feature. And a bunch of animated and live action Oscar nominated shorts so it was a lot of content but that's what you get when you're going from uh I don't know how many miles but it was like six or seven hour trip I think I think at least it felt that way um but uh first up so Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog I mean I grew up on this game the movie was a bit weird it, it had really good, uh, you know, connections to the game. Like, the Green Hill Zone looked really cool. However, his backstory is a little bit weird. I never realized he was brought up by a wise owl that gave him a bunch of rings to, like, teleport to different planets. That's a little weird. However, he arrives on Earth, and then he meets, like, a funny cop... And then they have to defeat Robotnik, which is Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey is like, he's funny, but he's so overacting in this, which it kind of suits the character, but I don't see Robotnik. I just see Jim Carrey. So that's a problem. If it was like a different, less known actor or one that suited the, you know, the physical characteristics of Eggman or you know, Robotnik, however, which way you want to talk about it. I think it would have been a little bit better. Uh, but it was enjoyable. It wasn't great. It wasn't amazing, but it was pretty good. And the song Speed Me Up is pretty good. So check that out. Uh, the next short I watched was Darling. Um, it was about um, a trans person that wanted to be in some type of show in a different country so like all these uh kind of a heavier topic but it was like 15 minutes so um it was a, it was all right nothing too much to talk about there the oscar nominated stuff was really good and i don't know if these are like actual oscar nominated things or if they're if there's like a special version or a special variety of these shorts just because of maybe the covid situation or something but i saw four animated shorts and four live action shorts and they were all really really good and the breakdown is let me let me pull up the website so for animation, I saw Daughter, Hair Love, Memorabla, and Sister. And the consistent theme of these is, I guess, some type of pain or uh, maybe hospitals. I don't know. Someone's sick in all these kind of shorts. So it really pulls your uh, your emotions. 
and the styles are great. The styles are awesome. There's 2D, there's 3D, there's some stop motion. So it hits a lot of variety, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if any of them are really like rewatchable for me, but they were really entertaining for the first time around. And I think the Oscar winner was Hair Love, which is the 2D animated one. And it was, it was, it, they all were really good. I, w- I was pleasantly surprised. I'm very critical with this stuff. So, uh, all the styles. I think the best part was the, all the different styles. All the different styles were great. The live action stuff, I actually have a hard time picking which set I liked better and I actually animate for you know in my life so I'm surprised that the live action stuff actually stood up to it there were all of them were entertaining but two of them stood out like extraordinarily to me so out of these four there was a sister brotherhood nefta football club and the neighbor's window a sister was so suspenseful. It was very well shot. I mean, you're sitting in like the car with someone that's either being kidnapped slash raped. Uh, you don't really know too much, but she's on like a call with the authorities and she has to have like a discreet conversation with them and they eventually either capture the guy or they don't uh brotherhood was pretty interesting it that's a it's cool to see like a different type of story built around like different countries in different cultures so that brotherhood and nafta football club kind of had that um and then the one that I thought was the best was The Neighbor's Window, which that won the Oscar. It's about, like, two completely different families or two, or, like, different people living across from each other. And they don't know that the other ones are watching each other. And the family that has kids is pretty much, you know, wanting the life of the younger people. That are just having sex all the time and having fun. And then the people that are just having sex and having fun are wanting the actual family. And uh, it's a it's a very eye-opening piece. So if you guys get a chance to see those, I would highly suggest them. And the last thing I saw just to fill up the time of the flight was a Kelly Slater ESPN featurette and I don't know that much about surfing but I guess he's a huge surfer and I think he's like still in the game even though he's you know getting up there in age which is pretty impressive and uh it's cool to see those stories because they're very inspiring it's I forget I'm trying to think some of his uh quotes some of the quotes were really good but the big thing that came out from it is that you should pretty much try to do what you're most passionate about uh and obviously he has a you know an asterisk to that because not everybody has the ability to do that 
and that's unfortunate, but if you are able to do what you're most passionate about and make it a living, you're going to have one hell of a life. And now for the third topic, Animal Crossing. So, my silent partner is playing Animal Crossing next to me, or was, and I used to play Animal Crossing, and the characters are so entertaining. So, each island has kind of their own set of residents, and I'm just going to make a breakdown of the residents of my silent partner. So, there's obviously Tom Nook, which is a Tanuki, and I'm guessing they did this because of, like, the Mario suit, the Tanuki suit, and then the actual residents, here they are, I'm just gonna list them and the kind of creature they're supposed to be. Let me just look at my notes. So, first there's Hamphrey, who's a hamster, and he's kind of, like, a little ugly guy, but he makes some cool sounds. Uh, then there's Orville and Wilbur, who, who run the Dodo Airlines. And that's pretty cool how they throw in like that historic kind of reference. Uh, there's Bertha the Hippo. There's Kit Kat, which, you know, hearing about this stuff, I hear he's one of the five superhero residents that you could have. And he kind of resembles, like, um, Knievel. I, I forget the, I forget the full name. Evil Knievel, yeah, Evil Knievel. Uh, then there's Deirdre, who's a deer. Winnie the horse, Leopold the lion. Benedict the chicken slash rooster. And then the newcomer, Antonio the anteater. And I think he's awesome because he has, like, really cool sounds when he talks. And, uh, yeah, the Animal Crossing system is pretty cool. I mean, it's very relaxing. I don't think it's, like, a game for me just because I like games that have an official ending. And, you know, Animal Crossing is pretty much like life. So it just continues and continues. And it depends, you know, you evolve it as you go and if you play a lot you get better if you let it go you get filled up with weeds and residents that don't like you but uh you know it's a pretty fun game capture fish capture insects I'm trying to think of what else you build up your house but yeah, I used to play it on GameCube and not the Switch, so I'm like years behind. I'm years behind, but this episode goes out to Bertha because she is leaving the island of my silent partner. So, Big Bertha is going, and this episode is, is dedicated to her. And, uh, yeah, go play this. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll end up on your island and this has been episode Contravent Cot of Le VOTP.